Dear babe, please eat without me. Home around seven. Finally hanging out with the bros. <laughs> All right. Friday taco recipes. Uh, Welcome back. With the dudes. And a Thunderbird. <laughs> one, one Thunderbird. Tell us about it. Dude, it's awesome. They clicked his wings. <laughs> See you, dude. See you. Or, not, not you. Yeah, it's awesome. It's exhilarating. Tell, tell us about yourself. Uh, <laughs> I started flying the SR-71 in... Uh, Third grade? Yeah, that actually grade. had a pot train. Okay. <laughs> Did that plane even exist before you were born? Like, when you were born, was that still flying? It was declassified. Yes, it was. It was. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Like 1997, right? 90. Oh, okay. I'm almost 30 years old. Dang. Put a timestamp on You are something. not. Yeah. Are you really? <clears throat> yeah. And that's how you fly a plane. Oh, man. Got my first pube hair like three weeks ago. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Stop talking about your mustache, Glover. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that's a mustache. Yeah. The, the short one? Here, I'll just do my flight suit. <laughs> uh, sweet. All right. So today, I guess we'll talk about what hooks... Talk about your hooks in pod training. Talk about some of the hooks that you've seen students go through mm. and uh, how they handled it. Any stories that, that kind of pop out quickly and <laughs> some of your <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> go with your stories. Go ahead. Jeez. Go ahead. Let's let's start with some fire here. Yeah, I guess they're never really hooked, so it's uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't relate. Yeah, I can't really relate. Yeah. Had a, <laughs> times were easier. Yeah. Yeah. Had a friend that hooked for overflying bingo one time. Yeah, that was a friend though. Yeah. Yeah. Know him closely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had all right. I had an awful hook story. So this was in the Mighty Thirty Eight uh, transition. So basically, it was an outback. Um, instruments out, and then contact back, and uh, go out there, and we go to. Sunny Amarillo, Texas. If you guys haven't been, you should go. It's really cool. It's a good time. And uh, it smells nothing like cow shit. And uh, <laughs> so we, uh, I'm doing this. It's a single engine. What is it? This single engine uh, go where you have to roll flaps to take off. Jeez. From landing to take off. Yeah, from landing yeah. to take off. <laughs> throttle, throttle, throttles max. So, dude, yes. I'm like, yes. I'm doing this single engine approach and like, I, Amarillo has kind of a high density altitude, and I'm like in min burner, like <laughs> I'm like oh, in and out of burner. Yeah, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, sir, we've got a high density altitude. Sucks. Now we're no engine. And he doesn't, he doesn't say anything, but I'm flaps full, so I'm like flaps landing the whole time. And this is like the first sortie, indeed. Like he said, I have the aircraft initially, and I was like. And I look down, and I'm like, of course, I'm in min A B with my flaps, you know, full. And uh, and then like I had to do patterns and it was like, you know, like welcome aboard in a 38. Like they're like, is that? I didn't know the gear could compress in a 38. You know, it was, it was three wire. Like, dude, I got lost on the ground. I was taxiing to the FBO. There's one fucking FBO there, and I'm just like, sir, I think uh, I think I'm at the wrong spot. You know, so he had to take it on the ground and taxi me to the FBO, and uh, and then he made me fly it back. And on the way back, that's where I said. You know, when you do a loop, you start facing north, and then I ended up facing west. So, I uh, nice clover loop. Yeah, I, mean, I like I forked this away, and he landed. Don't tell goes, them the newer before you start. <laughs> yeah, don't announce what you're gonna yeah, do. Sure. Just go do it, and then whatever comes out the other side is what you did. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a clover leaf. That's so true. I had a student tell me he was gonna do a Cuban eight, and then he proceeded to do two back-to-back loops. 
sta- dude, standard Cuban oh, okay, A. Okay, sir, how loop. is that Cuban A? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you can do all maneuvers that start with a loop, go OCF like depart, and then just finish it with a nose-high split S recovery. Full disclaimer, do not do that. <laughs> you might just be hearing my hook story, dude. Yeah. But, uh, fast or funnier, so I land, and like, for you guys, if you haven't hooked yet, when your IP says, all right, dude, give me a couple minutes and meet me in this back alley f***ing room, <laughs> you know, where there's... Away from people. Away from away society. From, uh, so away they from can't, witnesses. They can't hear the screams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then he's like, I'm going to talk to your flight commander. So I'm like, gosh, you know, and he came back and he's like, I mean, he was, he was very direct with his comments and uh, it sucked. I mean, it was, it was pretty feeling, you know, um, definitely kicking the nuts it was earned uh but you know i think the the main thing was that it was just it i mean it sucks to hook everyone does it whether you're like me and you do it a lot in pilot training end up not vaping going straight to the thunderbirds or if uh if you if you the your first hook is in b course um but the main thing is just to hopefully a good ip will will be like it's just another ride learn from your mistakes i'd rather learn there in that environment than you know in a combat situation or something and uh oh, yeah. i think the hardest thing though is just putting it in perspective so going home having a beer feeling sorry for yourself um and going back the next day and trying to make him look like he doesn't he or she doesn't know what they're talking about and yeah. i was fortunate i got lucky so my the ride that I did after that did pretty well, and it looked, you know, they're just like, oh, you probably just had a bad day, so we'll keep you in the program. Um, <laughs> I won that. Bad. Dude, <laughs> this guy's vectored is... into the Thunderbirds. Like, we we have to pass. Him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's He's the got... biggest thing, though, is taking that. It's is uh, is being able to uh, just go that night and feel. That's your night to feel bad. You know, that's your night to feel bad for yourself. The I think the pain in the ass is when. People show up the next day and are still argumentative about it or still quibbly about it. Like, it's just a bad look. Yeah. You know, like, no one wants to hear that from anyone. You like, will... mistakes happen and a hook happens. And I think where people look to see what your character is, is where you come back that next How day. How you handle that mistake. Yeah, and act. And you take ownership for your, for, your, uh, for your mistakes, whether you agree with them or not, and you do the best that you can to get better, man. That's what being a pilot, I think, is really about. And like we were talking about earlier, you will laugh at it one day. Probably not within that year, and probably not at drop night when you yell T six, you know. <laughs> but eventually, you will. You find... said drop night. You yeah, said drop, drop night. night. Drop <laughs> night. Just a highlight. Still pissed. <laughs> Motherfucker. Um, but yeah, you you will learn to laugh at the story, oh, yeah. and uh, you won't cry as much <laughs> every night. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, every, everybody, dude, everybody hooks. Everybody hooks. But like you said, it's kind of how you bounce back. Uh, it's one of my favorite stories. Now it's one of my favorite. It's one of my least favorite. But I hooked an unhookable sortie in phase three. Uh, no such thing. Oh, dude, there's a there's an unhookable sortie, and it's a two-ship low-level. And apparently not. Yeah. And I had Science. IPs afterwards find me in the hall. I'm like, did you really hook your two-ship low-level? Oh. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I'm just going to go back in my hole now and never see the light of day. It's be over here. Uh, Rocks yeah, if you yeah. Need me. And uh, so I was pretty messed up about it, but I had no idea that it was happening. Some sometimes you know that it's all right. I'm I'm hooking this ride, and then other times you think 
you you shacked it and you come back and dude, there's a you and you're <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Well, or or they'll just or they'll just uh, publicly execute you oh, dear. Uh, like they did me and this other guy. But um, we only got uh, one fighter in our drop. The Viper dude who took it was the guy I hooked with, and he hooked too, right? So everybody hooks. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter where you are in the program, but it's how you bounce back. Um, and uh, the. We didn't know what we were doing when we were showing up for the brief, right? <laughs> this is the this is the first, yeah, right? Because we're in we're in UPT, right? Um, so we, we show up and we're like, well, we've never done a two ship low level ever. Let's see what this is about, right? So we were in the sim and we didn't practice like the admin stuff of getting out to the low level. We didn't practice any of the ground ops. We didn't practice any of the two ship stuff that like you take for granted, right? Because we've been in the program for a little bit and <laughs> like, lots of stuff. This. Yeah, exactly. Like how hard could dude, it be? This is yeah, whatever. We don't need to talk about <laughs> it. We've been Doing yeah, we've been doing this for what the last six months, and we'll we'll get this done. But like, obviously, we need to to focus on the low level. And when right before we go to Chairfly, the IP that hooked both of us, <laughs> he goes, "I don't care if you guys fly ninety degrees out the corridor." That like Mach two, right? You guys can pick up the low level river. He's like, "What I don't want is to look like a bag of." from the airfield <laughs> to the entry point and then from the exit back to the airfield. He's like, I need your comms good. I need you guys' admins good. Like, don't be stupid. And I was leading, right? And I'm like, yeah, 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 dude, whatever. But, like, about this low level. Like, let's talk about this level. So we go and practice the level. And we chair fly it. We're in the sim and, and stuff. And we show up and we're like ready to go. And, dude, from the check-in to the entry was just horrendous. Like, I left it in burner, like, the whole time. I just smoked him. Just put the clown <laughs> shoes on. Yeah, dude. Like, wore the nose I'm, the entire I'm, way. I'm missing radio calls. Like, I'm off altitude because I'm, like, trying to fold my map and get ready for this thing that I've never done. And Cue, cue the dubstep. Yeah, dude, dude. It was so bad. You know, I'm like, I'm going to call the first tower out. Like, I'm going to find all these. Like, so dumb. So you know? many towers. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm late, so I'm going to use this time correction method. You know, it just, dude, it was not good. And then coming back like I, I just was just acting single ship and so we got back and he's like how'd you guys think we did and we're like ah, not too bad <laughs> he's like it. what was literally the only thing I told you to worry about and well what's that he's like looking like a big dude from the low he's like what do we look like and we're like He's like, yeah, and wasted no time. He's like, both of these is gonna be unset, and we both were kind of stunned. And then the rest of the debrief was just like, wah 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 wah, oh, you know, because you hooked. So, dude, we we hooked that one, which people never hook. But we bounced back. We actually asked to fly with the same IPs, just because, like you were saying, it's kind of how you like come back from it. Oh wow! And we we asked to be put on the schedule with the same IPs that hooked us because we want to show them, like, dude, we don't suck. Like we just we were just kind of dumb one day, you yeah, know. Yeah. And it actually ended up uh, working out pretty good. But kind of putting your name on that product every time you go out there, man. Yeah. I mean, it's a uh, yeah. It sucks to have your name out there and not not do right. But you, uh, pick who, else, who else flew the T one? Anybody? Ray Stone. Yeah, Ray Stone. So my <laughs> my funniest hook story for myself. Uh, we came in the mission fan phase for for the T one, where you do the formation airdrop, right? And you're flying the route at 500. You pop up to a thousand in the formation, slow down to simulate the airdrop, and then the maneuver ends with the escape maneuver, which is a dive back down to 500 feet. And an acceleration like a hundred knot swing, right? So everyone was saying, you gotta run the trim nose down. You gotta run the trim nose down to keep up with uh, the increase in 
to keep up with the increase in oh, airspeed, right? So, no, okay, so terrible technique. Don't listen to your bro's <laughs> techniques. Like, listen to your instructor's techniques. Uh, so what do I do? I'm on the trim nose down. Okay, all right. So I run the trim nose down on this escape, and we're diving down to 500, diving toward Mother Earth at 500 feet AGL. And I go to level off at 500 feet. I'm like, huh, like pull back. That's not really leveling off the way that I expected to, to level off. I thought it was going differently. So with, within <laughs> like 0.69 nope. seconds, the, the instructor, can I say that here? I don't know. The instructor takes it and he space. reefs back on the stick to like save us. I think we got to probably like 250 feet. Uh, I don't know, in a T1. He reefs back on the stick and then realizes that he's like 25, 30 degrees nose high oh. on, a, on a formation low level. Yeah. So then he pushes over in the T1, and what happens? Everything all the, goes. All the toilet water flies to the ceiling. Oh, no! Like, yeah, and then I had my, like, shame, shame, shame moment. Toilet water. <laughs> So, that's how you so needless to say, that was an out and back, and, and Pickett spent the second half at out and back from the jump seat. <laughs> not, just not trotting not through the water. Just cleaning up. <laughs> just cleaning up. But, Look, but, uh, you you clean this up with but your don't flight run, suit. But moral of the story is don't, don't run the trim. Keep up with the stick forces <laughs> as they have come. Is that the Great, uh, great instruction. That's, that's probably the, the the funniest one, and I, I did all right. I, I proceeded to uh, do just fine in the rest of the T1 program, probably because of the bounce back and you know some of the mistakes that I made. But yeah, man, it was it was no big deal. Um, you'll you'll doubt yourself, like you'll hook and you're just like, dude, do I belong here? Especially the ones that kind of do it in the beginning and have a few more than maybe the rest of them. You'll you'll start to doubt yourself, like, is this the place for me? Like that's the special people. Though. What do you guys think about not not just uh, what happens after that flight, but mistakes that happen in the beginning of like a check ride or the beginning of a flight? And how it, the snowball factor. Oh, so dude. here's here's what I t- it's kind of weird. People look at me when I tell the students this, but when they're going out to their check ride, everyone's like, oh, you know, don't worry about it. You'll do great. And they try and put them in like this state of mind, you know. And I'll literally tell them, like, dude, you are going to screw things up. Like you are going to screw it's things happen. up. Yeah. It's so ride. just the only thing that you can do is accept that, right? Accept yep. it. Uh, every one of us has had a check ride where we thought we hooked like a boss. And came out the other side just fine, right? And then every one of us has had either check ride or a daily ride where you came back, right? Like mine, and you're like, yeah, cool, whatever. And then you hook. So your job is not to grade yourself. That's the instructor's job, or that's the evaluator's job, right? Go out and do your thing. Everyone says compartmentalize, and uh, that's that's definitely what you need to do. But it's much harder for some people than it is for others to do. Oh, yeah. Um, the only thing you got to do is just focus on literally the next checklist, right? And, like, that'll kind of help you. I find if you can laugh at yourself and crack a joke about it and then press, you'll be good. Yeah, if you can, if you, yeah, yeah. However, balance it, balance it by not calling yourself out, right? So if you're on a check ride, you're like, damn, I was 500 feet off. You didn't even see. And he's like, wait, say what? You know? like Those are, I, you know, I like, I don't know. I mean, I, I like those kind of check rides where you know right up front. You're like, well, just hooked. So that's done. You know, it like, takes the pressure off. All the off. pressure is yeah. off. Yeah, I did that. My first ever check ride was that way. It was like, uh, we're sitting underneath the uh, the sun shelters and I'm flying with this Italian IP and he... <laughs> 
he had hooked like six of my bros already. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's obviously impossible. Like a couple of them were NASA. <laughs> like they did. It was like Rice University and all, all had mechanical engineering degrees. I'm like, well, yeah, this is going to go poorly for me. And uh, so I'm in there and they're all like, yeah, it was really hard to tell whether or not, you know, I was doing this or that. I'm like, oh, he's going to try to trick me, you know? Like, this is definitely going to be a trick. So I get in and I'm totally pooched the checklist. I mean, completely just skipped ahead because I'm panicking. It's my first ever check ride. And I get all the way to like basically the lineup check in the chocks. And uh, in the chocks, I like am still underneath the sun shelter and I tell him to take out his pin and I take out my pin. And he's like, he's like, huh? My pin is still in. I'm like, oh, I see what he's doing. He's tricking me. Like, I'm like, uh, no, take out your pin. <laughs> and I couldn't try remedy. that one You couldn't time. remedy it in your mind. And finally, he's like, put your pin back in. <laughs> so I put it back in. I'm like, oh, man. It like, must be the language was, barrier. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm like, I thought this you was said take my pin so out. So clearly, you didn't the say nice yet. Bottom line <laughs> was, I flew the best check check ride ever after that because I'm like there's no pressure like I've already hooked and I think sometimes just knocking those out in the beginning is yeah. just, uh, yeah. just yeah. Yeah. right way to go. Just it away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. away in the beginning. He was so happy with the way that I bounced back from that <laughs> afterwards and honestly I think he advocated well for me afterward. It was like it was whether or not I even had to take a check ride right after that. Yeah, exactly. No, so, but did you hook? No. Well, yeah. I, you know, I, oh, that was a clean hook. I, was, I tried to take my pencil yeah. out of his shelter. Are you kidding me? Not yeah. going to lie. He that was really fucked up. <laughs> he told me, he's like, he's like, why did you do that? He's like, everything was so good. Anyway. So. Just for the record. This is actually just a word from our sponsors. Brought to you well, by We're going to take a quick commercial break. <laughs> Brought to you by Bud Light. Because our boss is here. Oh, God. Oh. It's all happening. It's a little podcast, dude. Yeah, we're going to little So uh, welcome little to uh, Taco Recipes. Yes. Podcast. Oh, the unofficial Friday, Friday, podcast. Friday podcast. We're talking about how to, re- how to remedy in your mind dealing with failures. So you, you just hooked the sortie and you're trying to figure out how, how do I not continue to snowball after or when I go home after, how do I, how do I deal or, or, or cope with this frustration that just happened and the failures that you have. So we were talking about some of the ways that we had hooked our, <laughs> our check rides, some in more creative ways that we don't need to express. Again. Again. <laughs> it's, been, it's been addressed. Um, I had a very public forum. Ladies and gentlemen, center. <laughs> Let's see. I hooked in T-38s. I busted my first T-38 ride with supposedly the lowest downgrade check ride failure you could have, which nice. was literally just for, it's for general knowledge because oh. I didn't get through, um, I did not define told very accurately. Oh. And uh, the dude called a spade a spade, and it was legit, and he busted me. And uh, he was a great IP, so I respected it. It was easy to easy to digest. And uh, it was the only one that I busted. The rest of them had a lot more downgrades. But I didn't bust anymore, anyway. <laughs> but the, uh, the point was, holy crap, um, learn. You know, get in the books and study and ask lots of questions. And I think it helped out with the well-rounded, trying to make sure that you're not hunkered down into one thing. I failed lots of rides. I don't know. You guys probably haven't failed any. No, actually. No, that, that was what our frustration was coming up with content. What, what yeah. 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 We were just struggling right now. Yeah. Back and forth, like, oh, That's know. why they faked us. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I just been run through old gray sheets from other people. You know? <laughs> yeah. I was See at what that's like. I was at Pitt, oh, and that's that. What it feels like. Well, I was that's at Pitt, and right up is. They had the below average stand, and I just see Glover with an X cross through it. Like they tried to erase Glover. I'm like, is this my old gray sheet? <laughs> with the comments. That's funny. Yeah, man. So nice. let's see. I busted uh, my two check ride right before it was time to go to my MQ check, right before uh, uh, being called combat ready in the strike eagle. I remember busting that two check, which was good. You're supposed to bust that, not the check ride. Yep. But uh, that one was hard to, to soak up initially. And it was one of those things where it was like, you know what? Um, the lesson out of that was the instructor cadre were all really, uh, and this is hard to absorb as a young guy, but hindsight 2020, the instructors were all super sharp. And who cares? Ultimately, the, the fact that you're still moving forward, it's just a matter of, you know, trying to make sure that you can swallow the pride and learn as much as you possibly can. And one of the guys, both of the instructors that busted me ended up both being weapon school instructors. One's a wing commander now, one's a vice wing commander, super sharp dudes. And uh, there was plenty of learning to do out of that. Whether I failed it or not was almost by the by as much as realizing how much, how important it is to swallow the pride and figure out the fact that it's learning. My biggest lesson on a combat squadron bust or even on an FTU bust is it always hurts when that debrief is over and they open up the door but as much as you can freaking put your badge down, take your notes, go hit the pisser, take the empty popcorn bowl and the empty whiskey glasses, go to the bar, set them down, and then continue to delve into the lessons. That was always worth its waiting to hold, is to pull those IPs aside after you've digested the data. Say, hey, dude, can we talk more about X, Y, Z? That was always what I, mm. that's where the learning continued. Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier, the bouncing back and saying, <clears throat> yeah. you know, it, not not necessarily arguing with what the results are. It really doesn't yeah. matter. What happens happened. Like how yeah. how do I figure out how do I figure out the way forward? Yeah. And I think that's really what the mark of a good aviator is. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think yeah. I think the uh, one of I've busted rides in IFF. I've busted rides pretty much in every program I've ever been in. I guess that's something to be proud of, right? Um, but the you know the theme the theme was uh, you all, you'd much rather bust a upgrade ride than a check ride you'd rather bust a UPT check ride than a real form 8 um, and then uh, let's see the, I've had to bust guys as well and the, the theme that I try to clear, clarify to them is dude it's not like you're being washed out of the program as much as this. you just need a little bit more practice it's all good and we're all uh, prone to failure so it's, we're all prone to make mistakes so it's not a big deal it's a matter of trying to learn and move forward and the gist of it is, is that if we we're all perfect, if we already knew how to do all this stuff, there would be no such thing as pilot training or FTUs or MQ programs or AC schools or any of that stuff, because you'd all instantaneously know it. And the reality is that what we do is extremely dangerous, it's extremely complicated, it's extremely challenging, but it's also extremely rewarding. And uh, we always want to hold ourselves uh, hold the bar high and keep that bar high. We never want to let it lower. We want to be the best possible because um, we. If you haven't met them yet, you're gonna you're gonna have friends that will pass away in doing this business, um, and uh, you want to minimize that and you want to maximize the number of bad guys uh, that are no longer a threat. So we want to be the best that we possibly can. That's coming from the guy. Let's see. I think half of my grade sheet and on one of my uh, my demo pro defensive BFM ride. Half of that grade sheet was red. <laughs> Back when we were allowed to use red on grade sheets, 
now all of a sudden people have feelings. Yeah, it's um, it's a lighter shade of green. Well, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not as so, green uh, as it was. But. Let's see. How do we bounce back from that? Well, <laughs> that was a rough sortie, but it was IFF, so that's to be expected. And uh, that one was the same sort of thing where, you know, if you can't hang out with the IPs, you at least go to the bros. And, hey, dude, how did your ride go? What can I learn from that? And after, you know, a, a few hours of uh, getting over it, you figure it out and you move on. And then uh, finding IPs you can sit down and talk with, that was good. I moved on. Ooh. Um, I'll save that one for later. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, my That's first so MQ uh, BFM ride. Definitely busted that one, too. And um, that was with a young instructor, upgrading instructor, and a more experienced instructor. That combo with me and my student, Wizzo, a teammate. And uh, it's the same sort of thing. You walked out of that debrief like, man, I didn't realize that I should have busted that ride. I thought that I had that one in the bag. Well, that was tough to absorb and, you know, let the dust settle. You go to the bar. Hey, dude, can you tell me more about this? Can you tell me more about this? And just humbly take the data. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I definitely didn't have that say that I sucked in that department or that that thing was jacked up. There's always room to, always room to learn. So, anyway. Would you all mind providing examples of how being able to compartmentalize and prevent things from snowballing can translate to downrange in combat yeah yeah I mean so I mean nothing really ever goes according to plan mm -hmm. you know and uh, <clears throat> I know for us you know we had really long missions so like you would have something that messes up right at the beginning of a mission and I mean it's a 10 hour mission or it's a 24 hour day before you go somewhere else man and if you can't transition your mind from one concept to another, that's just gonna eat at you for what, six, eight hours or something like that. So three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. <laughs> three weeks Long is man. not is not wrong. But I mean like, you know, if if you're doing a five and a half hour combat sortie into uh, you know, like for us, we, we would do them into like Iraq or Afghanistan or Sub-Saharan Africa. And uh, the most complicated part of your mission is at that five and a half or six hour mark. So you you got to be on your game by the time you get there. And I, I got a chance to see several cycles where, gosh, you know, you just mess something up so hard and so frustrated by it right at the outset. And then you've got a couple hours to kind of figure out your life before uh, you need to be back on top and you need to be the person that's running the show. You need to be the people that uh, uh, are the guy that, uh, that folks can look up to uh, before you go into the more complicated part of your uh, of your story. So for my community, 17 community, it, it was pretty critical to, to be able to bounce back. Sorry, no, that's not a like, real specific example in this spot. Yeah, I, I remember I had a, I think that's good. I think it's good to you. I remember I had a two sorties in a row, two combat sorties in a row, two days in a row with the same Wizzo um, taking off out of a undisclosed location with a full combat configuration on the, uh, the Strike Eagle. We, uh, we found out that there was a defect in the way that the, the engines had been uh, mecked because the environmentals were so extreme. Nobody ever nobody ever tested the engines in that extreme. And two times in a row, we have a compressor stall on takeoff. So compressor stall on takeoff in the extremely hot um, environment means that, uh, and your takeoff landing distance, like we initiate abort uh, below max abort speed. Um, so theoretically, everything's gonna work out so we can stop but that has nothing to do with the, uh, how that brake energy is gonna be dissipated. Um, so ultimately resulting in taxi clear of the runway and uh, both main tires blow. 
uh, with the plugs blown because the heat uh, heat of the brace got so hot. So cool, we just crapped out that airplane. Um, flight leads wait, or the wingman is waiting for us over top of the field to uh, rally with us. So after we can egress the airplane, we go to our spare aircraft. Now sopping wet because it's 115 to 120 degrees outside with 100% humidity on the in the uh, Arabian Gulf, and uh, we jump into our spare airplane, and we still have a eight to ten hour combat sortie ahead of us, and uh, you're still re responsible to support the ground commander's intent, still responsible to take care of the troops on the ground, still responsible to take the nine lines, uh, still responsible to do all that stuff to the best of your ability, and uh, you can't help but be you know thinking on that that long two to three hour sortie into the combat area three hours on task three hours on the way back you can't help but chew on you know what could I have done differently more efficiently to not blow tires um, but then if there's a whole lot of other things you gotta focus in on so the whole thing is is you gotta learn how to compartmentalize and compartmentalize coming that comes with practice it's just like driving you know, you, you can't be driving on the highway and let the road rage get in the way. Otherwise, you end up having a road accident. Or if you're in Texas, you'll get shot. Um, so you just try to kind of let it go and uh, focus on the, the task at hand. And that comes with practice. And it, it, it's never easy. And I don't think we ever have it perfected, that's for sure. Anyway. But sometimes road rage can be really <laughs> soothing. It yeah. can be legit yeah. if you're looking it's for like, a ride on somebody's hood for three miles. If there wasn't an easy there, right? If that's what out. you want, then I guess that's legit, right? Yeah. So. Not just balancing emotions. That was like that was tough for me because like yeah. I would land. Oh, I was the best check ride. I'm the world's greatest. <laughs> you're high five and everybody on the way into the squad. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the crew chief throwing me on their shoulders like the end of Top Gun. I'm high fiving <laughs> people, and then the next day I hook a sortie, and now I'm like the worst pilot in the world, you know. And it's like you can't wear that on your sleeve, and that's yeah. what that's what kind of I think that's what affected me a lot. And um, then that took away that big picture perspective, and now I'm just looking through a, a soda straw trying to not make mistakes and i think if yeah. you fly trying not to make mistakes you're just too tense you know yeah. and, and you're um you lose perspective and then you don't enjoy it as much yeah. and um there it's it's very stressful uh, and it wasn't until my dad was like so what'd you do today and i'm like well you know i i tried to do this loop you know like i was t saying earlier started north came out facing west <laughs> he's like he's like screw you dude he's like you know what i've been doing all day i've been on the computer you know, looking at emails, getting yelled at for stupid things, and you were upside down in a supersonic jet, you know? So just always bring it back to that big picture perspective and remember why you signed up for this and remember why you... Because, I mean, I'm sure everyone in this room has a dream since you were a kid, you know? They probably saw that little indie movie called Top Gun or Iron Eagle, <laughs> and you're like, oh, that looked yeah, neat. That'd be small budget. Small yeah, budget. Yeah, I've heard that one. Low budget yeah. films. Yeah, we had the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen a sortie go perfect. I'll say that. No. You know? And, and even, even to today, ride. when I go out and fly, I'm trying to figure out what it is, what did I do wrong, man? And uh, I try, if, if I can impart one thing to people, it's always like, how, how do you figure out what's gone wrong in your sortie without an instructor? Because that's, that's all you need to leave this program. If you can figure out what I did and what I need to fix uh, and what, what the errors were without needing someone's help to do it, that's all we're trying to impart to you and give you all the different ways you could possibly look at uh, how, how the sortie could have gone better. Uh, and in some cases, helping you draw that line of where judgment should be. And chiseling that out sucks sometimes. Yeah, and so it's, it's kind of funny. 
been flying, what, for seven years or so, six, yeah, seven it years? It was so fast. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and the one thing that I've just sort of recently learned, probably in the last couple of years, is there are, everyone says, you know, there's only a couple of certain things, it's death and taxes, right? But the third certain thing is, for me at least, <laughs> when I think, or when I start to feel cocky or like, no, I've got this, or I don't have something to learn right now, right? things start to go wrong. Like, I will mess things up. It's almost kind of like the world trying to put me back in a place, right? Yeah. So, like, you're talking about, like, you will mess things up. And that is sort of a, a learning a learning point, right? You can always take something back from a sortie. Uh, we've flown a bunch of times while here in Austin, and every time I come back, I'm like, ah, I wish I did this better, right? But I learned from it, and I went out and I did that thing better, right? And then I came back with maybe a couple other things that I wish I would have done, right? But the point is, is it doesn't matter where you are in your flying career. UPT, obviously you're learning, right? But after you get out of UPT, you're still gonna be looking for those areas to improve. You are gonna screw things up, right? Just like we said, you're gonna screw things up on your check rides, you're gonna screw things up on uh, daily rides. And the daily rides obviously is where you want to mess those things up, right? Hook or not, it's a drop in the bucket. You're gonna figure out, hey, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, techniques that, that you maybe have gotten from your bros or from your IPs, right? And you put everything together to make your flying style, but you're never gonna stop learning. And those 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 mess ups, hopefully they're small, right? They're gonna uh, they're gonna teach you, you know, along the way. Yep. So, Best well, it's interesting what you said with uh, with emotion. One thing I noticed with my students when I was a flight commander was always that uh, you have thanks, boss. Thanks. You have the best and brightest get to the check ride first, and oftentimes the best and brightest is the one that uh, hooks his check ride. Because uh, he doesn't, the whole class has not learned the thing that the fastest guy has to learn on that day. Or girl, yeah. Or girl, yeah. Human being, yes. <laughs> or monkey. Z. I don't know. It's, it's pronounced Z. Z. So, yeah. There's no gender. Uh, he. Sh um, so anyway, though, so you have that going on, and so everybody's worried about their own pitfalls every day, and then they see, then they see, then they see the top person go down, and they're like, well. I thought that I was doing bad. I'm fooked. <laughs> <laughs> and I better even show up for check ride. Good Trademark use. link. Good yeah, use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I can't do that, then, then certainly no one yeah. can. And uh, and so then all of a sudden you're you're trying to watch how all these people who probably have never really failed in their life that's part of a lot of the merit that gets there and how do you deal with that? Yep. So, and they're, this is the first time probably in their life that they're busting their ass. Yeah. Yeah. It and sucks to put fail. all of your effort towards something and then well, still suck and come out moderate. Yeah, you yeah. come out, yeah, yeah. come yeah. out, yeah. Yeah. okay. I, I've always gotten slightly below average, but yeah. Yeah, that's, that's nice. <laughs> Excellent authority, good overall, yeah. Not, yeah. My overall. Yeah. 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 Not my best side, sorry. Yeah. So, then, yeah. so then there they are, these little pods, uh, and then if they went to the academy, then they really don't know how to deal with life. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> after... This, uh, this channel had a slight right slant. <laughs> how to fire how to a talk drink. To civilians. I can drink. <laughs> wow. Uh, so anyway, so now they have this problem. They're like, well, how do I deal with this? And so they they bounce back onto what they see in popular culture, what they feel that they should do because they don't know what they should do. Yeah. So then they're angry. They're like, 
that. That guy doesn't know anything. I was Shaq the whole time I was awesome. I was angry. Or or if they break into traffic, then they're like, that was stupid. I'm so stupid and angry, right? And generally, that's the easy response. You know, that's it the is. first order response. So it is. So the way that you mitigate that, generally speaking, is you go home and have some beers and then you kind of cool off a little bit, right? Yeah. Like vent the heat out and, and then that's kind of fine. But the problem is that the next reaction always ends up being, oh man, I was just stupid. I'd never do that again. Idiot. I'm so dumb. And what they don't see there is that that is the same deviation of emotion as being angry. So you're going from a normal, capable, happy person to angry, but that same delta offset is now the same selfish emotion that you're putting to being, oh, that was stupid. I'm dumb. Yeah. And so you're doing the same tactic and you don't even realize it. Mm. So now you're like, well, me i don't know what to do this is crazy movies didn't teach me this and so but podcasts did yeah podcasts but if you hook the check ride or you hooked a ride the reason probably was because you were going to kill yourself or the other person and it was very dangerous so let's make an analogy for that for something that you learned very young and you figured out probably all by yourself you're sitting there, you see a stove, it's beautiful, it's orange right now. Gorgeous. That is my phenomenal color, stove. orange. One of the best. You go up to it, you touch it. Wow! Right? What do you do? Do you say, oh, I'm so stupid, why do I touch stoves? No. <laughs> do you say, idiot, now I have a ring on my hand like in Home Alone, and uh, I'm so stupid. No, you don't say that either. You say, all right, mitigation technique, that is orange that means don't touch don't do that again so now if you metabolize the things that you had in your check ride that way then that's how an adult does it and welcome to being an aviator and an adult and being able to mitigate future problems by having a solution and identifying what the problem was as opposed to just feeling like a millennial wimp on your own Ooh. and, and <laughs> just fired. You don't Hold have on, to. For, for the record, we're all millennials. millennials. You don't have, yeah, to. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to be a wimpy millennial. My friend's a millennial, yeah. so we can say that. You can, <laughs> you can be a strong and powerful one. millennial. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. create Google. <laughs> yeah. Not wrong. Although I don't think a millennial did create Google. Can, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Raystone. Fact, yeah. fact checking. Bam. What's, what's the funniest the funniest hook you've seen a student do? Like, we're like, dude, I'm sorry, but I got to take you down. Also, that was awesome. That was hysterical. So uh, we'll, we'll set toilet water at, like, a six. Is, yeah. we'll I want to see, six. like, yeah. a nine. So I'm going to go high. I was a check pilot for a little bit, and uh, every single check ride, like, I, I wanted them to win. I was on their team. And, and sometimes they make a mistake, and you're like, I'll let it, let's see how the rest sort of goes, and we'll, like, even it out, right? This was just the biggest snowball I've ever seen. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> This guy stepped to a T-38. So T-6. They don't make We start out the sortie. You know, ground officer are like, okay, they're a little slow. Whatever. We take off. We're going. Here comes the level off. 100 feet above. 200 feet. Hey, man, altitude. He gets it, right? I just said altitude. I'm like, all right, let's see how the rest of this goes. He, he fixed that. Then from there, we start getting vectors for the approach that he wants. And uh, vectors are pretty simple, right? They give you a... A heading. They tell you yeah, where they, to go. They tell you where to <laughs> fly. Right? Turn left. They're, they're flying your plane Turn right for you, right? <laughs> How can you possibly mess this up? And and this is the first time I've ever seen this get messed up. They would tell them where to go. 
He would take a second, compose himself. All right, this is what I'm going to say. He'd key the mic, he'd read it back. By the time he was done reading that back, we haven't turned the fucking airplane, right? We're still going the same direction. Beep, boop, beep, boop. He finally starts slowly rolling. Doesn't set 30, right? Doesn't set that standard rate turn. We turn, we miss the course. We missed the final approach fix. The dog leg did not work for us. <laughs> then I hear from approach. Uh, looks like you uh, went through the approach course there. Let me give you another vector. So we get another vector. He does the same tactic. All right, this is what I'm gonna say. Now he says it. Slowly turns, we go. We miss the course again. Two times, two times we missed the course. So now I'm like, all right, man, I gotta intervene on this thing. So I'm like, dude, turn. Just turn right now. He's he's doing the communicate, navigate, so we finally hit it. I'm like, fine. Yeah, we finally hit it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, what do I grade this? What do I possibly grade this? A U, right? He was unable to get to the course. So I'm like, okay, that was bad. How could this sortie possibly get any worse? When you get back in the pattern, all he's gotta do is shoot a straight in. That's all we have left in the profile. Just shoot a straight in. So he does the classic student thing where we roll out and he's originally lined up with a taxiway. They normally do that because they're afraid of the center runway. I'm like, he'll drift back over. We get to four miles. Hasn't started to turn back over. I'm like, he'll get it. Three miles, still not. I'm like, he might, he might be lined up with that taxiway. <laughs> Two miles. No, he's definitely going to that taxiway right now. Mile and a half, RSU. Aircraft inside of two miles, line up with the runway. No acknowledgement, no movement. Aircraft on your check ride. Still no movement. I'm like, holy Future shit. nine student <laughs> lined up. With so me. like <laughs> as calm as I can, I'm like, hey man, he wants you to turn right because the runway's to your right. <laughs> like, uh, he has to know, right? It's it's over. So brutal. That was probably the worst one I've ever seen. Woof. Like, there was no element of that entire check ride that was at a good. Dude, um, one of my buddies, <laughs> one of my buddies, he's, he's flying uh, fighters now. Um, he didn't specify with his check IP if the OCF, so out of control flight, uh, when he would recover. He thought that the IP was going to say recover. And the IP thought that he was going to recover in accordance with the dash one. Everything. With everything. <laughs> with everything. With everything. So, <laughs> ten percent true. Let's just say he had an entire moa, but I think it was just the high moa. So, and that's fifteenth. Oh, people are listening from Shepherd. Fifteenth two two zero. So he gets up to the top. He's like, all right, I'm going to start this SCF. So he does the OCF and he's spinning and he's holding in the controls. And there's one spin. There's two spin. There's three spin. Four spin. And he's like, man, this, I must be f***ing something up. He hasn't, said, he hasn't said recover yet. So he like puts the controls even more so. There's five spins. Six spins. Dude, he spun from the top of the MOA all the way until the bottom. Until they attempted to bust out the bottom of the MOA. Oh, man. And the IP goes, for the love of God, I have the aircraft. <laughs> 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 and recovers. And, dude, 
I think it would be so funny just flying past that mode, just seeing this T6 just spinning from the top. Just, just holding it. <laughs> just like, is that a, is that a helicopter? <laughs> Yeah, I do believe that's a T6. So, like, before you check ride, if you have to do an OCF, just say, uh, sir, are, are you going to call my recovery or am I going to do the recovery? So, yeah, okay. um, check pilot should tell you. Just li- <laughs> actually listen to the brief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you get that brief. You that's twice. actually valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Same. Told him just saying, Come man. to your flight room, they brief you. I Come to them, they brief you again. <laughs> Yeah. One of the best bounce backs I've seen is uh, one of my students. She was she was super sharp, very sharp, and she hadn't hooked anything. In fact, there was no EPQ, no test. I don't think she hooked a stand up, and definitely no flights. Like, wow. and, sharp. and she was yeah, she was she was good, and she was at the tail end of contact. So she's pretty much done with single ship stuff at this point. Um, going out to the MOA. And uh, I was flying with her, and she does this loop, and I don't understand why, A, we decided to start so high in the MOA, right? And, B, why are we not pulling like we should be to stay in the MOA, right? Oh, God. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to let this go because this is almost kind of a, dude, you're still human. You're, you're going to hook, right? I'm like, all right, I've got in my mind. I can see what's happening. I'm going to hook this girl whatever right kind of bring her back down to earth she wasn't she wasn't cocky she wasn't anything but dude everybody has a bad day right so we go out the moa and uh i take the aircraft and like hey look at your altitude right and i'm kind of pulling to, to stay in the moa i'm not trying to bust so much right so we just got the moa i'm like hey what's your altitude she's like oh it's like just outside right so we clear it by a little bit we come back in and uh she rolls upright and she goes, well, that sucked, but whatever. Like, we'll continue. And I'm like, okay, like, pretty good mindset, yeah. whatever, you know. And right then, the GPS takes a dump, and she loses all of her MOA boundaries, right? And I was like, man, like, I'm, I'm going to end up flying this because mm-hmm. she just – she knows she just hooked, right? Now her GPS is gone, which you never do as a student. You don't know how to fly in the MOA as a student without a GPS. Look right? outside? What? Yeah, I know, right? Or <laughs> high in the sky, outside. right? Dude, we roll upright. She goes, well, I was, just, I was just close to the northern border, so I'm going to turn south. And she's like, I guess I'm going to have to tune up center radial center DME. And I was what? like, I was like, shut up. You don't know how you're going to do that. She rolls wings level goes towards the south for a little bit slows down so she doesn't blow through the south moa right south border she gets her ifg out she tunes up center radio she centers it she goes to the dme and she goes all right tp stalls next and i was like oh, Dude. I was like, what a bro i was like oh, holy god i was like you, you can't, can't hook her after you, you can't, can't hook her after that, that you know she so better than IP was. so we talked about like <laughs> we talked about like compartmentalizing like trying to bounce back after hook sortie you like dude you're gonna you're gonna check right back ah, yep i porked that away you know yeah. there could still be a save you know mm-hmm. so big things don't grade yourself uh look at what's next and, and just keep going so. Yeah, don't grade yourself. We'll grade you and degrade you. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to do that's it. That's it. Yeah, and degrade. <laughs> all, Dude, degrade. That was a hook sortie. That yeah. was a straight-up hook sortie until then. I was like, man, it's not going to teach her anything. Like, yeah. I already know she's got yeah, the wits about her when things go wrong. Point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Have so. any of you guys done the big three? Bust the top of the mow, the bottom of the mow, and the side of the mow. Oh. <laughs> in, in the same sortie. <laughs> what? I, I haven't. Were both of you guys under the hood? No. I, no. <laughs> I heard about it. I heard about it. Yeah.
I was solo. No, uh, <laughs> never happened. That was my flaps. I hit 250. <laughs> so much lift just pushed me out of the boat. <laughs> God, dude, that's funny. No, I've, I haven't done that. I've seen a bunch of stuff. I watched a kid go to the top of the MOA for ELP stalls, the keyword being stall, and then fly out the bottom of the MOA without ever stalling. That's impressive. And used the entire block, and we just flew a glide. Just glided the whole way down. Once we got to the eight, I took the aircraft, and I was like, hey, man, what maneuver were we just doing there? We were Uh, doing a happle. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing it wrong, sir. (laughs) That's funny. Well, Eric, uh, anything else you guys want to add? Hook sorties, compartmentalizing. <laughs> Dude, everyone's going to hook. Everybody's going to hook a ride. Sucks you're gonna suck. hook a, yeah, you're going to hook a check ride, whatever. It's not funny then. It's not going to be funny the next day. But Nor on your drop night. Nor you on your drop night. Your drop yes. night won't be fun either. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. But, uh, yeah, you're going to hook. Um, it's going to be funny later on. You'll uh, sit down with your bros, talk about it on a podcast. And uh, Rage in Austin on a Friday. So life Fact. isn't too bad. Yeah. Learn from it, get better from it. Then laugh about it. it. And laugh yep. about it. Have a beer. <laughs> That's it. All right.